of your word brings light and illumination. Speak your word unto us. Teach us line upon line, precept upon precept. May we be anointed in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. I'm starting a series on how to hear the voice of God. Or how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Every relationship is built on strong communication. The way to build up a relationship is to learn to communicate. That's why when we say the grace, we say the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship or the communication of the Holy Spirit be with us. We need to have communion. And in every communion, there must be communication. 
is communication that brings about direction. Now, when God created man, the Bible says that in the coolness of the day, God will visit man and speak to him. Then Satan came in and deceived man. And so, man lost the ability to relate to God directly. But for, you see, every parent loves his children no matter what they do. And so in order for man to relate, or for God to relate to man again, he raised up prophets. And he allowed his spirit to come upon the prophets to speak to his people. Remember that when you are angry with somebody, you don't flow with the person in communication. So since man sinned, it means that God could not communicate with the ordinary man directly. So God now had to choose certain special people at that time known as prophets who became the mouthpiece of God for God to speak to the people through them. So those people became the media through which God spoke. Amen. You understand up to this point? Good. And the spirit of God was not with the prophets. The spirit of God came upon the prophet as and when God wanted to speak to his people. So a prophet doesn't know everything all the time. The prophet only gets to know things that God wants him to know at a particular point in time. That is why you cannot put your destiny in the hands of a prophet. Amen. Amen. The spirit will come upon the prophet, then he will prophesy. When the spirit doesn't come upon the prophet, he cannot prophesy. If, he, if a prophet tries to prophesy when the spirit of God had not come upon him, it means that he was speaking presumptuously. He was speaking from his own mind and not the mind of God. But the prophet must be able to speak the mind of God. That's the reason why the Shunammite woman, when she lost the 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 the, 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 the son died, and then the husband, he told the husband, "I'm going to see see the prophet," and then Elisha met. Met the Shunammite woman, Elisha said, God has hidden this thing from me. It means that she didn't know, the prophet didn't know everything about the woman. That's why he even asked the woman, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with that? If he knew it, wouldn't he have said that this and that has happened? He didn't know it. And when he even got to know that the woman's son had died, 
That is when he said that, ah, the Lord hid it from me. It means that a prophet only gets to know things by revelation. It is only when God reveals things to him. So when somebody comes around and they say, I know everything about you. You, this, today, I'm going to share and come about everybody and all those things. No, it doesn't work that way. It is only when the Lord, Spirit of the Lord reveals things unto the person that he shows it. And um, I want you also to say that a prophet's ministry is not just prophesying. Primarily, a prophet's ministry is about preaching, teaching, and healing. And then there's also the predictive aspect of the ministry and then the exhortative part of this ministry. I'll take my time, my time to let you know. You know, Jesus, Bible says Jesus is a prophet. Is that not it? What did Jesus come to do? He came what? To preach, to teach, and to heal. So a true prophet's ministry, every true prophet, his primary ministry is to preach, to teach, and to heal in order to establish the souls. So a prophet who comes around and speaks to scatter people is not a prophet. If anybody who comes to a church or comes to you to say, tell you something in order for you to leave your church, to leave your father, to leave your mother, whoever comes to prophesy to you so that you leave your husband, leave your wife, leave your father, leave your mother, that person is not of God. Amen? Amen. Yeah, because the ministry of a prophet, a teacher, pastor, evangelist, is to gather people unto God. He creates peace. He doesn't create scattering. He doesn't Amen. Amen. When somebody comes to say something about your church, about your pastor, about your husband, and your, your husband is this, your mother is a witch, and so your mother has done this. Your mother, even if your mother is a witch, the person shouldn't speak in such a way so that you dislike your mother, but rather, if he says he's anointed, then he should cast out the spirit. Amen. And if your mother were to be a witch, your mother should have killed you at the time that you were coming. She should have squeezed you there. And should have finished. If your mother couldn't squeeze you, you are unsqueezable. You will not die. If your mother couldn't squeeze you and kill you, amen. Yeah. So I, I, I want you to know that a prophet doesn't know everything. I'll come back to that later. A prophet doesn't know everything and that was even the old testament prophet are you, are, are you getting me good so god was using the prophets to speak to his people but when jesus came now he allowed his spirit to become it's through the spirit that we become born again and the spirit now comes to stay inside of us and so it means that God now speaks to us directly. Every individual has the spirit of God to lead him. And so you do not lead a prophet to be directing you that you marry this person. Go and do the a prophet shouldn't direct you to marry. He shouldn't tell you who should, you should marry. You shouldn't where you should go and all those things. The Holy Spirit will teach you. And I'm going to show you some scripture. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Hebrews chapter 1. Verse 1 and 2. God who has sundry times in diverse manners. Let's read together. 1, 2. 
God who, oh, you are not all reading, one, two. God who at sundry times and in diverse manners speak in time past unto the fathers by the Okay, do it another version for me. Maybe this is Shakespearean English. So do it in a more modern version for me. Long ago, God spoke to the fathers by the prophets at different times and in different ways. So you see that? Different times in there. So God spoke who? To the, our fathers. The fathers. By who? The prophets. But now, in the verse 2. Verse 2. In these days... He has spoken to us by his son, Jesus. And what's that son? John 1, 1 and 2. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. That means that in these days, God speaks to us by his word. So primarily, it's the word of God. The word of God. The word of God. The word of God. Nen can yame and in a man for Akasa and I'm not comes so then so in they pen praying dear and I'm crystal so I won't come away moon and yame and yakasa. Can I have an amen? Amen. So it means that when the word of God is being preached to you, God is actually speaking to you and prophesying to you. In fact, the word prophecy, prophecy actually means to speak for the word of God. That's all. Prophecy. So when you say prophesy, prophesy is to speak for the word of God. And, and there are different aspects of prophecy. That's what I told you. Preaching, Jesus came up, preaching, teaching, and healing. Is that right? And then there's also now the predictive parts. Predictive means to speak forth into the future. That is known as foretelling. To foretell that A, B, C, D is going to happen. Are you getting me? That's a foretell which the Lord will reveal to somebody. And then there's a fourth telling. The fourth telling is to exhort you, to encourage you. So when I come and I am encouraging you that the Lord will do it, the Lord says, I am your strength. I'm the lifter up of your head. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises above judgment against you shall be condemned. It's an exhortative part. It's fourth telling to encourage you, to strengthen you, so that you can lean on God. That is also prophesying. Amen. Amen. So it means that when you, when somebody in the New Testament, when Jesus came, he, remember he said that I'm going to the Father and I will send you another comforter, the Allos Paracletos, and that he will come and be with you forever. I will send the Holy Spirit, and when he comes, he will, he will lead you into all truth and teach you all things. First John chapter 2, verse 20 and 27. Hey, by you, by you have what? An unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. You can do it in a, in a more, more modern version. You have what? An anointing from the Holy One. Hallelujah. Test of God, you got the anointing. And what's the anointing? The anointing is the burden removing your destroying power of God. Isaiah chapter 
10.27. By the anointing, every yoke shall be destroyed. So when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, in fact, the Bible says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you shall receive power. So when you get born again, you are filled with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit, so when the Holy Spirit comes into you, what has come into you? Power has come to you. So as you are sitting here, power is inside of you. I said, there's power inside you. You see, this socket here has power, but you can never feel the power unless you plug it with something. So when you plug into the power, into the socket, the power will be shown. In the same way too, when you plug into the anointing, when you plug into the anointing, thank you, when you plug into the anointing, the power will be released. The reason why you have not experienced the power is because you are not plugging in. But when you plug in, you will see the power. Amen. Tell somebody, you've got the anointing. Hallelujah. Amen. When anointing comes upon you, you shall receive what? Power. power. Acts 1 8. Is that not it? Yeah. In fact, that's the reason why when Jesus came, before he left, he said that I'm going to the Father and I will send you the, uh, the comforter. What comforter means a helper. So the Holy Spirit is your helper. And when he comes, he, he will teach you all things. So it means that the Holy Spirit is our teacher teaching us things to come and a teacher a teacher teaches by what speaking and showing signs so it is important for the student to hear and to to hear what the teacher is saying and to understand the signs so you it's important for you to hear what the holy spirit is saying and to understand the signs of the holy spirit so that your learning will be complete and that is the the essence of my uh, my being here today and the weeks ahead to teach you how to hear the holy spirit and to see the signs of the holy spirit so that you can Follow the Holy Spirit yeah. and uh, explain Verse 27. It doesn't mean you don't need a, a, a preacher of the word of God, but uh, somebody to be directing you because the Holy Spirit inside you will be directing you. And I will show you how the Holy Spirit directs you. Yeah, that's why I say instead, his anointing teaches you about all things. The Holy Spirit will teach you who to marry. The Holy Spirit will teach you where to go to. The Holy Spirit will teach you which sometimes direction as to which course to get into when you are rely on the holy spirit he will teach you where to go and do a business he will teach you he will teach you about all things and it's true and it's true and it's not a lie amen hallelujah amen I see the Holy Spirit teaching people's things here. So when you get born again, you actually, what makes you become born again is the presence of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit now comes to stay in you. And because he's a personality, he begins to speak to you and through you. 
So it's important now to be able to identify the voice of the Holy Spirit. So every true believer does not need necessarily to go and be seeking out for what a prophet will say to him or her. But that the Holy Spirit inside of you will speak to you just as who so anybody who calls himself a prophet will also uh, I mean as the Spirit leads him so also the Spirit will lead you. And when a, a true prophet speaks he only will speak to confirm what the Lord has spoken to you. There are only a few times that God may speak or may minister to you in a spectacular way. Every way that God ministers to us is supernatural because God is a spirit. So whatever he does is going to be supernatural. There are only a few times where he ministers to us in a spectacular way where we may hear an audible voice, but which we are going to get into that. So, we have established the fact that because of our sin, we, we lost the opportunity to be able to hear from God directly as humanity. Are you getting me? So for God to connect with us again, God now had to choose certain people to use them as intermediaries to between us. Sometimes when a guy is interested in a woman, he will get a between us and say, go and speak for me. So he used the prophets as what? Well, between us. Are you getting me? Uh, to go and speak on, uh, uh, to, uh, on God's behalf. So the prophets speak. But when God comes to you directly, when the person you love comes to you directly, you don't need a betweener. So when God comes to you directly, you don't need a betweener. And now the Holy Spirit now has come into you directly, so you don't need anybody now in between to be speaking. If the person is coming to speak, then he's coming to speak to re-emphasize what, what God has said. So if I say I love you, if I, if I need that between her to tell my wife that I love her, is that right? Yeah. And now, maybe her sister knew about it. Is that right? Yeah, I was using her sister. And maybe her sister was telling her, the man loves you. That's not what happened. Anyway, don't worry. Some people have their minds have gone bad for illustration purposes. Now, now, when I have now gone and then I have been telling her, I love you, even if she's not agreeing, or she may not be agreeing. So the sister now goes to say that the man loves you. The man says, So what is doing that the, the sister who is a prophet is re-emphasizing to her. What I have been saying. So the prophet comes to re-emphasize what God has been saying to you. That you probably have heard already or you are, you are not giving ear to. Mm. Are, you, are you following what I'm teaching you? When you understand this, this is going to help you. So that nobody is going to bamboozle you, especially in this day and age. 
Where they will tell you, bring this and bring that and bring that, and they will say you are going to die. You will not die. You will not die, but you live to declare the works of the Lord. If God has God decides not to kill you, nobody will kill you. It is only when you give your ear to the voice of those people and you believe it. What you hear and you believe will be planted in your heart and it will happen. And even though it may not be the spirit of God that is speaking, because you listen to it, an evil spirit will back it to work against you. So there are some people when they are speaking, just put your hand in your ear. I don't want to hear it. But decide to hear the word of the Lord. So, I want to say that God primarily speaks to us by his word. Somebody say the word. The word. In the beginning, was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. All things were made by him, without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of the world. So the word of God becomes your life, your development. Amen. Amen. And then, so God speaks to us primarily by his word and by his spirit. By his spirit. John chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So now, God, who is a spirit, is going to speak to your spirit. Amen. Amen. Yeah. God is a spirit. And then that must worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. May God speak to you. May God open your eyes spiritually. So that he will minister to you. Can I have an amen? Amen. Now. Every human being is trapped in nature. He's a spirit. He possesses a soul and dwells in the body. He said, Pastor, how do you know that? First Peter, sorry, First Thessalonians chapter five verse twenty-three. The Bible says, "And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly." And I pray God your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved. Somebody spirit, soul, and body. So it means that every human being is three dimensional. He has a spirit, he possesses a soul, and dwells in a body. His spirit gives him God consciousness. His soul gives him self consciousness. And his body gives him world consciousness. For any spirit to be able to operate on earth, it must have a body. That is why the spirit of God had to come and dwell in a body and it was known as Jesus Christ. And for any spirit to even operate, evil spirits try to use human beings because the human being has a highest form of expression. They also stay in animals. And so not all animals you see are ordinary animals. Some of these animals are inhabited by evil spirits. They are inhabited by leopards, demons. So you can see lions, cats, dogs, and goats. Some of them are inhabited. 
your body gives you one consciousness, the ability to hold things. So with your spirit, you make connection with God. But when a person is not born again, his spirit is dead. And therefore, his spirit cannot hear or pick up signals from the spirit of God. But when you become born again, your spirit now comes into the same frequency with the spirit of God. So when you tune up your spiritual radio station, you are able to hear what God is saying. From today, may you hear the voice of God. I said, may you hear the voice of God. May you hear the leadings of God. Can I have an amen? amen? The voice of God is important for every area of your life. If there is any area in your life that is important to you, you must open it up to the Spirit of God. If business is important to you, if marriage is important to you, if your children are important to you, whatever is important to you, you must open that area to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Can I have an amen? Amen. God has something to say about every area of your life. God is known as a shepherd to his sheep. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. And sheep are always dependent on shepherds. For everything. For feeding to be led and to be protected. So if God is your shepherd, you need him for your feeding, you need him for guidance, and you need him to guard you, to protect you. The psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. So if the Lord is repeated as your shepherd, he shows how dependent you are on him. And in John chapter 10 verse 27, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. And they follow me. My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice. It means that it's important to hear the voice of God. If you are a sheep of God. The psalmist said in, John, in, in, in Psalm 27, sorry, 23, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So I'm going to show you eight areas whereby you need to hear the voice of God. You must be open to the voice of God. Number one, you must depend on the voice of God for your needs. Everybody has needs. The psalmist said, Psalm 23 verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. Then he said, I shall not want. It means that when you follow the Lord, you will not lack any good thing. Can I have an amen? amen? There's a saying that when you follow dogs, you chew bones. But when you follow lions, you get meat. So when you follow God Almighty, you are going to get meat. You will not lack any good thing. Amen. Amen. When you study national, you watch national geography, you are going to see lions. Lions go and kill various animals. And then, and they are, the lions usually are 
followed by the hyenas. And so, as the lions go to kill the, the, the big animals, the hyenas come around. And the hyenas work in such a way that they drive away some of the lions and they eat the meat. When you follow the Lord, you will eat the meat. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's why the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. And if the Lord is your shepherd, means that you must hear his voice and follow him. Once you are following the Lord, you will not want. You will not want any good thing. I say you will not want any good thing. From today, may you not lack any good thing. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes something of yours even gets vanished. Sometimes you cannot find something. Has it ever happened to you? When it happens like that, just take a minute and say, Holy Spirit, show me where this sin is. And the Holy Spirit will direct you. Can I have an amen? Amen. There are times I put something somewhere and I can't find it, and I'm just lost, and I just I'm just totally in my mind is gone. And I said, Holy Spirit, you know wherever everything is. Show me where this sin is. Then all of a sudden it comes up, and I will show you how how you can pick it up. In the spirit. Amen. <laughs> Number two, you must depend on the Holy Spirit for your marriage and your home. In Psalm 23, verse 2, he says that he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. And he leadeth me beside the still waters. It Green pasture speaks of peace and happiness. It speaks of the marriages we all desire. When you marry the wrong person, your life is in trouble. You never have true happiness. When there's no peace in your house, you, you, you'll be very troubled. So you need the Holy Spirit to lead you in Psalm 25 verse 12 it says that what man is he that fears the Lord him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose so the Lord teaches you the way you shall choose oh, if you are not careful, you will look as I said, the man is six foot five. Mm. The Lord said, no, that's not him. You know, you know, you know um, uh, someone made that mistake. When he was told to go and anoint a king in the house of Jesse, he saw Eliab. Bible said he was a towering man. He said, mm, this is a true king of Israel. The Lord, not him. Then Abinadab, he said, no, not him. Then another person, it's not him. Then all the seven were disqualified. He said, is that not anybody else? Oh, there's yet one boy. There's yet one boy. He's just there. Jesse had left him in the bushes. He can be eaten by lions or torn into pieces by bears. But he was the one. When they brought him, he said, this is the one. You may be have been the rejected one, but you are the one. You didn't hear me say you are the one. Your family may not respect you, but you are the one. They say you cannot amount to anything, but you are the one. You are the one. That's somebody, I am the one. Yeah. So when you follow the Lord, he will, he will teach you in the way you shall choose. In the way you shall choose a school, in the way you shall choose a job, in the way you shall choose a business, in the way you shall choose a wife. 
Udinya me chira betrachira we jume wasa we ye ne wasa wo ware no ade bi e wasa wo kwa biya by depending on the holy spirit say wo de wo e tre nyame wo kwa he shall teach you the way you shall go onu akasa betra obi e wasa wo ko amen amen yeah he shall choose you I, I, I mean, uh, teach you the way you should go. I remember in the front place. One day we're walking a whole day. We walk from morning to evening into a particular village, and as it got, it became dark. And as we're going there, along the land of spirit, God just directed, move to the left. When we move to the left, then you just realize that if you had gone ahead on the 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 original path, would have entered into a pool, a, a puddle, or something. We were being led by the Holy Spirit as to where to pass. May you be led by the Holy Spirit. When you leave your house, pray that Holy Spirit lead me even where I should be passing. See? And you can be avoiding some things on the way. Can I have an amen? Amen. Number three. You depend on the voice of the Holy Spirit for the right church. Psalm 23 verse 3. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So this scripture is showing you how dependent you are on God's guidance for righteous living. When you walk with the right friends, and you are in a good company. You receive the help of the Holy Spirit. Can I have an amen? Amen. My friend Smiling Charles. You know, his advice to me. Let's pray for the Holy Spirit baptism. Turn my life around. And then I was directed to a good Christian fellowship, connection Christian fellowship. From there, that's why I met Reverend Dr. Fred Digbe. And for over 40 years, this, this man and his wife have been encouraging me and be standing behind me and all those things. He said, the Holy Spirit is our director. May the Holy see, and when you are in a good church, it helps you to become fruitful. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And this is a good church to be in. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. And as you are here, don't think that you came here by accident. By whatever means, is the Lord who brought you here. And the devil wants to do everything to uproot you. But I want you to know your destiny is connected to this place. You shall not be uprooted. When you go on transfer, you are part of the church. And you will take the church there. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Number four, depend on the voice of the Holy Ghost for divine protection. The Holy Spirit gives you divine protection for you and your family. Psalm 23 verse 4. It says, Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Hallelujah. Amen. 
For thou art with me. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. So the Lord is with you. That's why the Lord is with me. Amen. Amen. That rod and that staff, they come for. See, when the Lord is with you, and the Lord is anything that is not there speaks. So, if the Lord is with you, the Lord will speak to you. When you are going to sit in the wrong car that's going to have an accident, the Lord will speak to you. A lot of times, we become deaf to the voice of God or we allow many things around us not to hear what God is prompting us. Many years ago, I was traveling from Kumasi to Accra for, an, for an important meeting. I sat in a car, a vehicle that was about that would take about six people or so. And then I had a nudge in my spirit. Get up. And go and sit in a bigger bus. Meanwhile, I was in a hurry. So reasoning shows that I shouldn't move into a bigger bus, but rather a bus that is a, a, a smaller car. So I moved. And told two people who were with me, I said, let's, let's move and go and sit in a bigger car. And they didn't question me and didn't fight me. Someone said, but why, 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 why we are in a hurry? Why don't you sit there? But they respected me as a man of God. On the way, now the smaller vehicle took off because it became full early enough. On the way, we saw that they had had a fatal accident. The Lord was delivering me from that accident. Voice of the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to teach you. One of the days I was traveling to Germany. From Ghana. And usually I'll just pray for journey messes. But this time when I sat on the... In the airplane, I just felt a leading to pray specifically for the engine. So I started praying. On the way, as we kept going, then the pilot announced, we have to do an emergency landing in Barcelona. He said, we have an engine failure. One of the engines have failed. If you're up there and they announce engine, one engine has failed. You will see how your thumb will go. But there was peace in my heart. Because I had prayed. And I knew the Lord was in charge. That I believe that the prayer that I prayed caused the sustenance of one engine to take us to Barcelona. And we continued. So without the leading of the Holy Spirit, I probably would have prayed a general prayer which would not have affected the exact thing that was going to harass us. So you need the Holy Spirit to lead you in the way you should pray. And that's why I said that we pray in tongues. And when you pray in tongues, Bible says, he that prays in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men but unto God. How be it in the spirit, he's speaking mysteries or can't intercept. So things that has hindered you, things 
<laughs> That's First Corinthians chapter 14. Verse, uh, uh, is it 2 and 3 to 4? Amen. First Corinthians, please. The one who is doing the power. Uh, he, uh, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, what? Speaketh not unto men. Hallelujah. So, so when I'm speaking in an unknown tongue, I'm not speaking to you. But unto God, how be it in the spirit, he speaks what? Mysteries. Mysteries are what? Hidden secrets. So every time now when we come to church and say, shall we pray? And we go, liberal sata, liberimango, sikringa, ingrimango, sifra, sinimendo, ilimanto, ingiganda, shemikilando sitia, tirimanto, sunduri, nani, kilenga, ilivasuri, anda, tirianda, manunu, anda, yaraba. The Holy Spirit is guiding you to pray about things to come and about needs that your natural mind does not understand. There is somebody last, smiling with you, laughing with you, but he's got a dagger. But when he says, Shaguna, Ligarada, Baraba, Nanisano, Jujuba, Karamanda, Labareba, he cannot use the dagger against you because naturally you didn't know the person was holding the dagger to harass you. To destroy you, but by the unction, by the anointing, Jesus. every yoke is destroyed. When you pray in the spirit, you counteract that power. Can I have, can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen. 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 So you need the Holy Spirit to lead you. When One day I had a strong leading to pray for my father. I prayed for him. But this time, I, I, I was troubled in my spirit. Anytime you are troubled in your spirit, it means something is happening. And so I got trouble. And when you feel trouble in your spirit, when somebody's name appears to you and you feel troubled, pray till you have a release. Don't just say, I'm tired. I want to sleep. Or I'm going to wait. It, it is a nudge. It is an indication that there is something that is going on and that you need to pray. So I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed till I had a release in my spirit. Not knowing at that time my father was going to have a very serious accident. His car somersaulted a number of times. And landed. The car turned like that. And then he came out of the car. Nothing on his body. No bone broken. Mm. Nothing. Amen. When he told me, well, give God some praise. Amen. When, when he told me about it, I said, which, which time was it? When he told me, at that, around that time, just before that time and that time, I was praying. I was then in Abitifi. The thing was happening somewhere in the central region. And Winneba Road. Some assaulted. So, when you have that nudge to pray about something, pray. It's the Holy Spirit who is leading you. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah. So, the Holy Spirit will be directing you in many ways as to how you can be protected. In fact, there was one family, they went to a restaurant to go and eat. And when they sat down and they ordered the food, then the man said, I, I don't feel okay in, in me. Let's go home. I'm sure you'd have said, Daddy doesn't want to pay. That's why he said we should go home. 
Daddy wants to do as Wagadriel. He just brought us and said we should go home. Maybe he hasn't got money or the man or a chisel. But they respected the father and they went home. The moment they got home, fire had begun in their house. And they were able to arrest the fire. If they had stayed eating, by the time they, get, they got back home, their house would have been burned to ashes. So the Holy Spirit can be leading you. Follow the leader of the Lord. That's the reason why this week you don't have to miss. You don't have to miss this whole session because I'm going to be teaching you how you can hear the voice of God, how you can have that feeling, and then you'll be able to arrest certain situations. Oh. Oh. Tell somebody you need the Holy Spirit. You need Hallelujah. Amen. Number five. Depend on the Holy Spirit for the anointing. So I say the anointing. Psalm 23, verse 5. You see, we've been still playing around Psalm 23. <laughs> Thou anointest my head with what? Oil. Hallelujah. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Hey, somebody. God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He will promote you and he will anoint your head with oil. Hallelujah. Amen. But I want you to know that anointing doesn't just come from heaven. How was, how was Saul anointed? Give me oil. How was Saul anointed? See, there's oil here. This oil, has it come on your head? So, Samuel had to take the vial of oil and pour it on his head. And he said, is it not that the Lord has anointed thee? So, God is the source of the anointing, but the anointing comes through a channel. You are anointed this morning. Amen. Amen. So the anointing comes by what? Association. And we'll Who are you that. associating with? There are people when you associate with them, anointing by also that. Anointing will not come on you. Get. You can be in the church at the Bhutan Rock of Gibraltar and anointing because when you come to church, you are not concentrating on the word. You are, you are you are looking at, have you seen that person's dress? Have you seen this? Have you seen the pastor's wife? Have you seen this person? Have you seen the wedding person? You didn't see that, that usher? And no, in se kuoni in se mhunu. In se kuoni in se mhunu na be di wa so dem. E be ya den no yakopo de ne go sredi ego so. Na go she so na bubu konue. Ngo sha na dia ho fe ba. Ngo sha is attractive. The oil, the anointing will make your life to become what? Att if there is something you desire, you must desire the anointing. I'm telling you. I know the anointing has made a, lot, a, a big difference in my life. Amen. 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 I go to nations and I'm I'm received as a diplomat. Big, people come with bouquet, whatever. They they take your things, they wheel your things, and they hey, anointing. But anointing comes by association. People I have been associated with. Iron sharpeneth iron. That's the reason I tell you, some of you people, you come to church, you don't even know how to come and shake the hands of your pastor or come close to your pastor to smile with your pastor. No communication. Hi, bye. Your relationship with your pastor is hi, bye. How can you be somebody be your father? If you are hi, bye, don't call me daddy. Just say, boy. Hello, boy. Hello, what? Because my children talk to me, they hug me. 
We play around. We talk. If you are a true son and a daughter of the house, you come. Good morning. What kind of person? We must be able to relate. I should be able to ask you and say that you are Joseph. Or can't say. And say, Joseph, who is your, your beloved? Where does he come from? When I asked you who is your beloved, he said, Daddy, <laughs> Daddy, what do you mean, Daddy? <laughs> we have a relationship. Tell me who the girl is. Tell me who the girl is. Where does she come from? Amen. Ooh. I must have an input in your life, Amen. and you must have an input in my life. Amen. When I call you, come and do this for me. You shouldn't say, hey, Look at him, look at him. They have called me, you. He's worrying me. What do you mean he's worrying me? We have a relationship. When you call me, are you not also worrying me? It's worry to worry. Amen. Hallelujah. But we are caring for one another. God brought us together. Amen. Iron sharpness. Iron. You cannot be in the church. Some of you have been in the church for a long time. There's no relationship. No relationship. We are all just inside. I know you are just as a church member. You have been flow. This woman, what's Jester Quay? Where's Jester? Jester came into the church. Come quickly. She came to the church. She, her husband married her. This man, the man at the back there, he doesn't smile. Come Mr. here. Quay. <laughs> Very serious man. Come, don't wear no shoe. Come. This man. You see, many years ago, I met this man at a communication center, eh? internet cafe. It's over there. You see, church is about relationship. And then we started relating, and then I started relating with him and things. And he came to stay with her sister. And then he decided to come to church. And then this girl, eh? this girl, he, he found this girl and then went and married. I followed him. As I was smiling, for us to do the engagement, he had made his face like serious policeman. A policeman that needs something from somebody. He has made his face very serious like that. I said, my friend, smile small. Ah! He wasn't smiling. So, and I, uh, even now he's not smiling. He's, he, he, that man doesn't know how to smile. But you see, whatever you lack, Whatever you love, God gives to you in a different way. So you got a smiling wife. <laughs> yeah. You see, God is a smiling wife. So I said, okay, if you will smile, then I like your wife. You just show a wife. So, so this woman, this woman just came from a Catholic background. She came and said, and she's been smiling. We've been working together. And now she sits. She has come close. She was very far. And there are many people who were in the church many years before her. But she's been able to come close. Yes. We can sit and we can talk. My first book, I went to her house. And we we're sitting and we we're talking after church. Detecting and saying, and she was typing, we we're talking. I was very relaxed in her house. She was very relaxed with me. Amen. I was not like a snake to her. And she was not like a snake. You see, when you think there's a snake around, you will never relax. When there's a snake, snakes are very dangerous animals. Anytime you see a snake, kill. Yeah. But I was not a snake, and she was not a snake. And so we relate. And now, thank God, God has delivered her. Their daughter is a smiling daughter. The daughter took her, the face, but then took the mother's smile. I said, Lord, I thank you. 
that he didn't take this man's serious look. Amen. But how can I even bring, how can I even bring them here? Because there's what a relationship, and do not be angry with me that the pastor took us in front there and used as illustration that I don't smile. Maybe if I use you who don't have a relationship, you'll be angry with me and say I won't stem the church again. What we call it? Yeah, yeah. But you are you are coming to the church. All I'm trying to say is that may there be a relationship. When you get close, you will see something will rub on you. Yes. An anointing will rub on you. A grace will rub on you. A favor will rub on you. An honor will rub on you. There was somebody who was close to the father, pastor, and the pastor used to take her and say, I'm going somewhere. Accompany me. The guy accompanied me. When you go to somebody's house, and then the, the man asked him, Is this man a good guy? He said, Yeah. He said, I feel I have a brand new car, but I don't need it. And I, I, need, I want somebody to give to. The person was giving the car. By, he got a new car by what? Association. You will get anointing by association. So when you see your pastor, those of you who see your pastor, you have given your pastor a nickname. Konono. Oba. Akwano Oba, yes, tender service. Wasan baby. They have given me. Rev one on one, Chalester. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of way. What a shock. What a shock. I finished my preaching. Amen. Yeah, I finished Amen. my preaching. Amen. We're supposed to do eight points, but uh, we, 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 we'll continue. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 But all I'm trying to say is that, Charlie, you need the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And the Holy Spirit comes by what? Association. Catherine Coleman got, I, I mean, Benny Hinn. Have you heard of Benny Hinn? Yes. He got the Holy Spirit. His ministry is from Catherine Coleman, a woman. Yes. Are you getting me? Yeah. Copeland and Co. got the anointing from Ora Roberts and Co. Everybody, there's a place you get anointing. Me, when I was young, a baby, when I was born, I was going to be thrown away. You see, you do not know why sometimes you see me active and jumping and all those things. I was to be thrown away from a story building. They tried to throw me away. And God preserved my life. And the prophet took hold of me. A man of God, he took hold of me when I was born. And he spat into my mouth. And he said, this guy is going to preach. Amen. Yes. He's going to be a great man of God. He spat into my mouth. So he imparted something into my life right as a baby. That's why I like to pray for children. Amen. That's why I like their children. Mm. To impart something into their lives. Amen. 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 And as I was growing up, there have been many impartations through various men of God in my life. Famous men of God. So who are you working with? Are you working with somebody who is, who, who is involved in immorality? Fornicator? Thief? Barbiter? It is cutting anointing from your life. Your best friend is a, is a, a Wagadri Sakawa person. How can you be anointed? You need to work with anointed people. People who work with the Lord. And when you walk with the Lord, he will bless you. When we walk with the Lord, in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds. 
Anybody that needs any form of direction in their homes, in their businesses, in their education, in their marriages. Oh Lord, let the right man be led to our sisters in the house to be married. Let a man be led. We pray on common grace. We pray for business partners. We pray for favors. We pray for opportunities. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Receive the touch of the Holy Spirit. Become another man. Become another woman. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Any hand that is stretched against you, we command that hand to be paralyzed now. In the name of Jesus, Bible says that and Potiphar's wife cast her eyes on Joseph to slay, but the Lord delivered him. May the Lord deliver you from any evil eye. Any eye that is being cast on you to destroy you. We command the eye to be blinded. Yes, Lord. Amen. Whatever wants to destroy your spotlight of honor, Jesus. may that evil cloud be taken away. In the name of Jesus. Today, every dark cloud, go! Amen. Move away Amen. from the people of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every haunting spirit, Jesus. the spirit that sits on people, Jesus. the spirit that wants to kill people Jesus. prematurely, people that are fighting businesses Jesus. and marriages here, hear me now. I come against you in the name of the Lord of hope. Remove your hand now. Remove your hand now. Remove your hand now. In the name of Jesus. I overturn, overturn, and overturn every negative thing. I overrule, overrule, and overrule. And now I speak the peace and the presence of God over you. May what is yours come to you. May your favor come to you. May your business come to you. May that money come to you. May that joy come to you. May that promotion come to you. May that husband come to you. May that wife come to you. May your children come to you. May your progress come to you. May your honor come to you. In the name of Jesus. I pray the release of passports here. Release of visas here. Open doors. Oh, yes. International doors. Amen. Doors into ministry. Amen. Open doors. Oh, yes, open doors. Amen. A door is an opening whereby there are obstacles on the sides. Wherever there are obstacles, Jesus. may a door be created now. Doors be created now. Doors be created now. Unto your next level. Oh, yes. May the Lord be gracious to you. Jesus. May God wash your steps with butter. And not your feet refresh oil. What they say you don't qualify for, may the Lord make you qualify. Those who don't like you from today, may they begin to like you. Those who have to sponsor you, may your sponsor come into yes, your life. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. From today, may you skip for joy. Oh, yes, Lord. I cast every disease from your body. Amen. I command every sickness to be healed. Amen. Every sickness be healed. Amen. Headaches be healed. Amen. Some of be healed. Amen. Conditions of the womb be healed. Spiders vanish. Growth go away. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I command limbs to be straightened oh, up. Yes, Spines to be made whole. Nest. Receive the touch of the, the Holy Ghost. Eyes open. Amen. Ears here. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray the glory of God. Oh, yes, Lord. This is the seventh man. Number seven means perfection. Jesus. 21st day. Kalosh Shibarana. 
I decree and declare Amen. perfection for you. Amen. May the Lord perfect yes, Lord. your joy, Amen. your peace, Amen. your progress, Amen. your promotion Amen. in Jesus' name. Jesus. Everybody shout a big amen. 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 Give God a hand of praise. Glory to Jesus. Oh. Come to me. Please, something precious. Thank you, Lord. God is putting something special. Something special. Oh, yeah. That young man over there, come to me, the teacher. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just leave it. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit. Sweet Holy Spirit. Hey, Jesus. New levels. New levels. New levels. New levels. The grace and the glory of God. Remove her shoes. Take it. Oh, come on, Shika. Lift your hand. The voice of the enemy that has been speaking and ringing in your ears. We command you to be silenced right now. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Be free yes, Lord. in the precious name of Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tell you, I come to me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ah, let's say that. Whatever is sitting on you, I command that his power be broken right now. Satan, may your power be broken. Go out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hey, let that God do that. God do that. God Thank you, Jesus. I could see that there's something, some entity that has been trying to sit on this woman. Yes, and scratching her, trying to pull her. Satan, you have been found out. And now, in Jesus' name. The name that is above every name. Take your hand off her life now. 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 In Jesus' name. Oh, glory of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Oh, glory of God. God give you new beginnings. New life. New beginnings. Every heart of the enemy. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus.
lady in your family who was attacked? Where is she? Is she around? Bring her to me. I want to pray for her. Kadaba Shoraba, quickly. Ah, the other young lady too who lives with you. Oh, Jesus. Lift your hand. Do like this three times. We pray the hand. One, two, three. Satan, you will not take hold of this man. You will not die prematurely. We declare the coverage of God over your life from today. Ha! Every fear and intimidation is broken in Jesus' name. Thank you for the Promotion. Promotion. Receive promotion in your life. In Jesus' name. We give you praise. I feel a strong anointing. I feel some mantles, mantles like you. Hey, Jesus. There's a supernatural hand that is touch your life. And Sabi also. There's a hand, there's a hand, there's a hand, there's a hand. the same. I pray that may everybody leave this place changed. The circumstance that was negative from today, let it change to positive. When they said there was no way, now you are the way maker. Make the way for them. Whatever news that they heard that was putting them down, now let them prevail over it. Give them the upper hand. Those whose salaries have been locked, Today, I unlock your salaries. Those whose monies have been locked. People have locked up your money. And there are people who also have to come and bring you monies. We command the release of those monies. In the name of Jesus. May favor doors be open unto you. May favor doors be open to you. In Jesus' name. Somebody shout a big amen. It is done.